so we can talk about whatever i was the an interesting thing that that's recent on my mind that we could talk about if you wanted to um it's like craigslist craigslist and um it's funny because i have i have a a, an ebay story to talk about wait we just had a moment (laughs) well because you said yesterday you sold the legacy oh yeah yeah yeah. i knew you posted on craigslist well not way to kill the magic you could just let it be sorry i'm just a psychic Welcome to Interface. My name is Ian Fuchs, and with me this week is Mr. Chase Musil. Andrew has decided that sleep is far too important. What? So, Chase, <laughs> tell me, uh, you you recently had some dealings with an internet transaction, which ended well oh, for you. That's true. I, I love super high-level generic names for things, so let's talk about internet transactions. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I sold my car on eBay. That's exciting. Well, I, it was... Sorry, I didn't sell my car on eBay. Sold my car on Craigslist. But um, the the so I cheated a little bit because I ended up actually making the final sale to a friend. But Cra- I had multiple people come look at Craigslist, and I think there's a whole there's a whole package of interesting things that happen when you try to list and then show and then discuss and then line up like physical meetings and then like back and forth and then the payment. Yeah, the whole online facilitation of sales of stuff is a whole. It's a mess. It can be pretty gross, actually. And it's it's something that can can leave people feeling like really positive about an experience, or really, really, really uh, almost like suspicious or unnerved about an experience. And I was talking to my boss the other day about some some sales. He moved recently from one house to another, and in the process, sold a bunch of old kids' stuff, including a race car bed. Mm-hmm. And nice. And so he was like, <laughs> "The problem with that is like." Most people are willing to like go meet you at a Starbucks or a police station or whatever to do a transaction. He's like, there was yeah. no way I was going to load that up onto the roof of my G8 and, <laughs> and drive it somewhere and then have somebody look at it and make a decision. So he said, this lady showed up at his house and he was like, I feel weird saying this, but will you come to my basement with me? <laughs> because that's where everything is. <laughs> and the, I think he said, I think the only reason she accepted it was because my wife and my two kids were there and the garage was full of boxes of kids stuff and she could tell that we were moving yeah and and that there was enough trust built there but the whole uncertainty of these online transactions is so weird it's it is super weird and you have people that come from totally different sides where you can have one bad experience sort of sour you on the whole the whole concept of it and then you have people like i'm i think like me who are fortunate and i've had very successful run-ins i've had like i've had questionable meetups but they've all they've all turned out well like i just think sometimes people don't know how to behave like in sure like they're, they're know, nervous these, they uh, don't know cold, you call social settings and and, and, and you gotta yeah. remember that, that a lot of the a lot of times if both people mean well you know assuming that everything is 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 you know copacetic yeah. with with the meetup that right in theory both people have the same unease because they don't know the other person so there's, yeah, there's a right. certain level of uncertainty where you're like I don't know you. Please don't stab me. Yeah, and, seriously. And then you meet up, and then everything goes well, and you're like, okay, that was a great experience. Now I, I, now I would deal with that person again, except that the yeah. next time you go to sell something online, it's, it's not to that person, person no. or likely not to that person, and you're like, okay, and now here I am again with I don't. 
<laughs> Craigslist is just like, it's the online marketplace of infinite first dates, right? It's just like going out and like sizing people up and trying to judge like how far you're willing to go with them. I, I, okay, so I don't know. I'm, I shouldn't say that. I have no idea how first dates really go because <laughs> I, I only had a handful. There's, there's no way that that's not an app description of it though. <laughs> but yeah, I like, as I guess I haven't had first dates as an adult, but as an adult, but this is what it feels like. Or recently as an adult since it's Sarah and I've been together for 10 years. So I'll take that. That's good. <laughs> um, anyway. Uh, yeah. So the whole Craigslist thing, like I, so recently I had a, we're going, we're moving, we're moving like in two weeks or less than that now, 10 days or something. And so I've been going through and trying to sell stuff over the last few months and even earlier. And I've had things like I, I post them, I cross post things on Craigslist and I use Craigslist as a means to show sort of that, like to sort of pseudo, attempt to show that I'm um, serious about selling like, Hey, look, I've got this on Craigslist. Anybody could buy it, but I'm also going to repost my Craigslist link in these marketplaces within Facebook. So that's been one strategy. Um, and so sometimes people like that. Otherwise, if I just have like the actual purely tra- Craigslist transaction, like a good, a good couple examples that are recent for me is I was getting rid of like the small electronics. So I had like an old pebble right, or whatever. And, um, how much did that sell uh, for if, if I may ask? I don't know, forty dollars. Oh, that's not I bad. You, you want to sell another one? <laughs> yeah, I know. I think I think it was forty. Um, but like that, and then what else did I do? Oh, and then I had a TV that was broken that I put up for free because I I also hate the idea of like throwing away something that I know is like r- like almost working. Especially so I put if, some, t- like if somebody's I've, willing to put in the time, and if if, yeah. if they get it for free, then for them yep. it's 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 worth it's worth the gas to drive over to try to fix it. Exactly. So like for the watch, like I had I, both of these, I just had people meet me on campus and that seems like less scary, right? Cause I'm, I have my stuff there. And so I met one guy right outside my building and he gives me cash and I take the watch or I give him the watch and he gives me cash. And, um, what did he do? He asked me if I had changed because he did, he only had hundreds and I had been selling some stuff on eBay recently. Like I had sold my laptop to a guy who might've been a gas station and some others. So and that one worked out normally. But so then the guy's like, I only have hundreds. Do you have change? I was like, strangely, I do. So I gave him $60 and he gave me a $100 bill and then he drove away. And then I went, I wonder if this is a real $100 bill. <laughs> so I had like, Which is, is funny because my, my first thought would not have been, I wonder if he's going to give me a real $100 bill. My first thought would have been, am I going to pull out my wallet to pull out the $60 change and have him take the watch the hundred and the sixty dollars, and now I'm going to be out a pebble and sixty bucks. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a really bad, like classic traveling salesman jo- uh, trick. Um, no, it all worked out, and but I like I immediately was so suspicious that I like hopped in my car and like went to the nearest gas station. And first, I found his car, and I saw that he was parked there, and so then. Um, I wrote down his license plate. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do with this information. <laughs> I'm going to take it. And then I went inside just for and like casually time. acted like, yeah, I'm like, oh, hey, man, weird to see you here as I followed you. And then <laughs> I went and bought an energy drink. And I didn't want an energy drink, but I needed to make sure the 100 would tender. <laughs> so I bought like, you bought, like you $97 bought a, in change. <laughs> so you bought a 250 and a drink with $100. Yeah, so that was a that was good, and then the and then I had the TV that was free, and I set it up, and the a guy like I know when you put something on free on Craigslist because there's a whole subsection for free items, mm-hmm. that like that's just that has to be constantly monitored by a certain subset of people, right? They're just always oh, looking course. through the free stuff, of course. And so I got a, like a hundred emails within probably three hours or something from the Des Moines Ames area, 
And the first guy that sent me one that could come look at it, he came like within a couple hours, looked at it. And I, so I hauled this TV out, which I had been using in one of our f- research facilities as for my driving simulator. It's, it's my personal TV, but I brought it in to use cause I couldn't use a, like a, you know, an Iowa state one. And so I bring it out and it's broken and I carry it out and I show it to him and he's, and, and he steps out of like a blacked out Audi and he's Russian and he had like some, like, I don't know, like everything in my mind was like a, a Russian getting out of a, like a murdered out Audi. <laughs> he's going to take my TV and whatever else he wants. Apparently, <laughs> even though it's the middle of the afternoon in be- like in an alleyway on Iowa state. And, um, his, but then his wife and daughter get out or wife and son, sorry, get out. And they're like, Oh, okay. Then the tension's released. And he's like, okay, it looks great. And then they, they drive away. But then uh, as I'm walking back to my building, I'm like, I feel good about that. Right. Like I gave it away for free and I didn't waste it. Hopefully you can fix it, whatever. And one of my one of the faculty members that supervises one of my research projects comes out and he goes, Chase, Chase. I turn around. I'm like, Oh God, what's happening? And he runs up to me. He goes, I saw what you did there. I've got pictures on my phone to prove it. Scalping Iowa State property for cash, you son of a b- <laughs> he's And he's a, he's a really, really funny guy. Always has outlandish stories. And then he's like, here, here's my proof. And then he showed me the picture. And then I told him the story. And he's like, yeah, sure, it's your TV, whatever. And we laugh about it. And he goes, never thought I'd be happy to have an office facing the alleyway. But now I can catch all you guys. And then, and then later he sends my advisor and me the photo. <laughs> Of me handing the TV to some guy and as he loads it in his truck. So anyway, it was pretty good. Yeah, but positive experiences for me on Craigslist, and that's that's super good because like like I, I was telling you before we started recording, like for me, I've only had one dealing where I've actually like made a transaction through Craigslist. Mm-hmm. I, I actually, you know what? Now that I think about it, I take that back. I've had two. Um, I had uh, in our apartment when we moved here, we had some really junky furniture um and when we moved to our house we we did craigslist that um we offered it up i want to say for like three hundred dollars for the couch and 250 for the love seat or something like that and Mm. we ended up selling one of the pieces to somebody in our building um who saw us unloading one of them and asked about it and then so that one wasn't actually through craigslist and then the other one we ended up donating to a church um, uh, a pastor basically was trolls Craigslist looking for furniture that they can use in their like um, nursery school, whatever they call it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, those rooms. And so he had messages and said, "Hey, I, I work at this church, and we could use it for this. We don't have budget to really buy stuff." Mm-hmm. And so I think he ended up giving us like a fifty dollar Target gift card or something like yeah. like we have yeah, these. What the heck? That we can yeah. give, but we don't have budget to like buy stuff, mm-hmm. and and so they took that. Um, and then the other dealings I have with Craigslist, we had tickets to a concert, and we ended up meeting a lady at a Starbucks, and ended up working out well. And and so that was one of those things. Like I'm going, to, we we propose let's meet at this Starbucks. It's in between where you are and where we are, and mm-hmm. you know because Starbucks has people and cameras and in theory you're not going to get shot or stabbed in the middle of a starbucks in the suburbs like that seems like a fairly safe place and then this yeah. this nice like 20 something girl showed up and she's like my boyfriend really likes this band and so glad you guys have tickets because tickets are sold out and that we didn't even ask for over face value she's like I, I thought maybe you guys were like not Scalping. legit whatever and then yeah and i was like no cj's just sick and so we can't yeah. go to this concert because it was like that day i was like we just can't go so here have these tickets transaction over it was it was a good experience 
Yeah, um, that's a good deal. And for me, the flip side of that is is the the eBay stuff, which always used to feel super safe. Right. It was like, oh, you can buy anything on eBay, and there's a, now you have a third party in the middle that's kind of mediating the whole thing. Right. And and now people are getting scammed on eBay, where yep. regularly people where somebody buys something and then the seller just poof up in smoke disappears, or. Mm-hmm. They they ask you to do something outside of eBay as part of the transaction, as as I've witnessed, and mm-hmm. and that now people are getting basically robbed virtually. You know, you you give somebody the money, and mm-hmm. you hope that they follow through and and sell something back to you or send something back to you. Um, yep. Or yeah. or I you have issues where where people buy stuff, and every everything seems like it's going great, and then the package that shows up isn't at all the item that, that was requested. That's really common. Um, yep. and, and now I have a, a friend who's selling some Sonos speakers. Uh, mm-hmm. he, he got them at a clearance rate basically. So he's, he's eBaying a bunch of them, you know, buy bulk and then make a small profit on each one. And he had one where he sold it. The guy received it. And then the guy turned around and said, Oh no, what was in the box? Wasn't what you said it was. It was. And it always defaults to the buyer. It, and it was. Oh, it was. It was blankets, not a Sonos speaker. It's like what? And so it's like, oh, how do I? How do we? How do we resolve this? I either want the money or I want the speaker back. Like, and and so trying to figure out your way of navigating that. Fortunately, um, for my friend who's doing this, he basically said, okay, well, what I put in the box was a speaker, and if you look at the weight of the box, it was just, it was definitely enough to be a speaker not blankets so posted this fraud to ups and put the blame oh. on them because if if the guy legitimately received not a speaker right then right then something happened Which, between when it left his house and when it returned, returned to the other guy's house and so then ups is is the one that's on that has you know because you you insure packages or whatever if you right that way right. so so he's he's fortunate to have done it that way but all these little ways that people find a to scam you and that's that's the uncertainty with all these online peer-to-peer transactions that just leave people feeling potentially uneasy or nervous to do stuff. And oh, it's the uh, the America we live in now, the world we live in. <laughs> well, we don't have to go down that path, but yes, it is the the America we live in. Uh, well, it's, um, it's been that way for for years. Thanks, Obama. No, it has been. I think it's been since eBay came out. Yeah. So yes, I I feel like eBay definitely is the is the safer feeling of between Craigslist and eBay. I mean, there's other versions, right? Cause, um, you have like increased guarantee if you do things like using PayPal through eBay, because does, does eBay still own PayPal? At one point they own PayPal. I don't know if they do anymore. They might've split. They, I believe in the last year or two, they, they split PayPal became its own thing and yeah. eBay was its own thing. But I think there may be like a higher company that actually still owns both. Oh, like it used okay. to be like PayPal was an eBay company and now it's like, uh, so both of them under an umbrella company or whatever. I, I don't remember oh, for sure, but, but they're split. Okay, they're they're not yeah, wholly one and the same. Right, but it, right. So there's still there's still some connection. You know, obviously you can still PayPal through, but and if you do that though, but if you do PayPal through eBay, then there's some additional like guarantees and you know sort of assurances that you can receive. But you know, like buying stuff, buying stuff on eBay. Like I bought my laptop recently on eBay as like a refurb through a third party seller. And I knew exactly what game they were playing. Right. Cause I watched like the deals that come through on like, it was like a Dell refurb and I could watch and see what the prices were for those. And so that way I knew that they were marking them up by like 10 or 15% or whatever it was. Right. And, um, because they come through so quickly and it's just those guys buying them immediately. As soon as they get posted, that's really the only way to buy them. 
And so I was, I was like, okay, buying the refurb through the third party guy. And I watched, like, I looked at his ratings, right, or her ratings, and they had, you know, 10,000 or whatever feedback, and it's positive, and it's like 99%. And then you're like, okay, when you get to this point where it's like tons of feedback, it's all, you know, positive, and you can see the same item being sold previously with good feedback, then you're like, okay, this is, there, there it could, looks like a pretty legit consistently thing. Consistently delivering what they say they're delivering, you, you, you right. get some reassurances. At that point, they're essentially a store. Right. right. It's exactly what it feels like, right? You're like, oh, you're, this is like your business. It's your little mom and pop shop of being a third-party reseller for this item or these items or whatever. Yeah, so that was okay. And then and then you sort of have the opposite where it's like one-off with low feedback and it's you know like a, an item that they've never sold before. So, hey, Harold, because, because we both know this, I, I bought a vehicle on eBay like um, eight years ago. I don't know, nine years ago. And I was looking for a particular car. And I found a 2000 Trans Am, and it was everything I wanted. And don't need to go through all the details. It had been modified, which is even dumber. To it's like the amount of stupidity continues to rise as you hear every detail in my story. But I like the pictures. I talked with him on the phone. Of course, he told me everything was great. And then I bought plane tickets to California, and a friend and I flew out <laughs> sight unseen, brought the cash with us. So it's like, hey, if we don't like the car, we'll just buy new plane tickets home. No big deal. It's. <laughs> Because at that point you're you're only out what four hundred dollars five hundred dollars yeah. instead I mean, of like a weekend twelve grand getaway right you yeah. took a va- yeah, right. you took a vacation with a friend yeah, that's right and all you all, so the you only thing you did was look at a car right and as and as uh, Sam would tell you as soon as he started the car I was like sold <laughs> I don't know anything about it <laughs> Just, <laughs> as I heard that cam camped up car lope around blah, 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 blah. But, but that was that was a situation where. You you met the guy and and the story of the guy helped. It matched. To, Everything lined up. There was no there was no reference. Because he was he was like military or something, wasn't he? And he was like yeah, going was to active service, well. and yeah. and didn't want to store the car. Wanted to get rid of it. That's right. Yeah, because yeah. So like in this case, he was in Texas and he was he was active military who'd been re-stationed to California, but to get the car retitled in California was going to be a nightmare because it wasn't going to pass emissions there, and so. Um, anyway, so there's all these reasons. And then you look at it, hear it, and then he shows you the mods. And, it, and then, frankly, you feel the power. <laughs> like, we go for a ride, and then I'm like, okay, I get it, and I have to have it. And so then I bought it, and we drove it home. But that was probably the worst decision I've ever made as far as... And it turned out fine, don't get me wrong. But um, there, And actually, to this day, that car's needed nothing, and it's a perfect car. Like I really, like, But th- really there were a lot lucky. of things along the way that could have been huge roadblocks, so huge, red, huge red flags. You, you were in... A state, yeah. literally on the opposite edge of the country, it's across the country, right? From you went from Iowa yeah. to, to California. Like we're out here, yeah. and I guess hopefully yep. this goes yep. well. Yeah, that's right. It's so <laughs> so pretty funny. I, I think that that's one of those situations where anyway. it makes perfect sense. Though you you took a person with you, so you had I guess backup. Mm-hmm. I mean, not that not that, <laughs> yeah, not that it, what you guys were what was this when you were nineteen, twenty? I don't remember how old we were. Then, yeah, yeah, like nineteen that. something. So yeah. not like yeah. two nineteen year olds are going to be like, yeah, we're going to fight this guy that's coming at us or whatever. But you felt a little more reassured, <laughs> maybe false reassurance, right? Yeah, that, that things were good, and, sure. and yeah, it, it worked out perfectly for you. And so, like, you hear stories like that, and you're like, okay, online transactions aren't so scary, and and obviously, people really like them. I mean, lately. Recently, Facebook added oh, they're so convenient. the the online marketplace thing right inside Facebook, partially I think to deter all of these groups, these local like oh, that, yeah yes swap swap groups. groups. Oh, I have this for sale. I have this for sale, and people doing that that they, they give you a more they're really popular platform within Facebook. I mm-hmm. guess that you can now mm-hmm. buy and sell stuff. 
Um, I, yeah, I, they it's got some problems. They, they don't. I mean, they don't have any way to handle the transaction. It's basically Craigslist within Facebook, right? It, it is Craigslist within Facebook, and, and frankly, like they're not even coming close to like taking advantage of all the Facebook things. So, like, if you go to a, I'm part of a swap page. So, I recently, as we opened, I recently did sell my legacy, and I had it posted within our um, Iowa Subaru Buy Sell Trade Club. And that is one of the Facebook transaction club, transaction clubs, right? Because instead of having like a new post, you can like have a new make a new listing, and then any active listings you have are pinned to the top for you specifically. So like it, that all makes sense, um, and you can like you know update it, change it, but you can't edit it. You can't edit any of the photos once you post it, which is a big bummer. So like someone's like, hey, can you add pictures? And I can't. You can't edit your post with photos. You can only add, edit the text. So you can't add additional photos. You can only add additional photos in comments below, which that when anybody's just searching through them, they don't see them then. So sure. you actually would have to like open it anyway. So it's useful and it's got a place. Um, and it seems to work pretty well, but it has its own social norms that are not Craigslist. Like it's sort of like you've got your identity tied up in it. So, you know, you're less likely to be, you know, malicious, right? At least that's how I see it, and, and I think that's that's a big thing to it, and and part of the uncertainty, like we talked about before, the uncertainty of Craigslist is literally anybody can post anything, and there's no way to know who that person is. Like the yep. email address that you send to is a proxy that goes through Craigslist site yep. uh, on both yep. ends, and and they don't have to post. They they require almost no information about who the person is listing up front mm-hmm. or is it like you said at yep. least with facebook no, it like, it's your it's your personal profile so your picture and your name and all your information on facebook is there so it, that whole idea of like online anonymity anonymity versus you know uh having it actually be representation of you yeah. people are much less likely to be malicious well, at least that's what i i believe that people are much less likely to be malicious when it's their face on it yeah, I think so. And I think it's like what, that's another reason why eBay is sort of in the weird middle ground because you have an identity, but it might not be your identity. Or like if you're a popular, if you actually have a like a web presence as a store as, as opposed to just like a solely an eBay presence, you might have that identity tied up into it, which would make you presumably more reliable. Sure. But most of them are just like Dell resell 930, 932 or whatever, right? So, yeah. or MacBooks for life. Anyway, um, um, so yeah. I don't know like what my favorite platform is if there is one. I feel like it, it a little bit a little bit depends on what you're selling. eBay I don't like to sell on very much. I don't mind buying on it anymore, but I don't I'm not a big fan of selling because of the gouging that happens. Like when they take their cut, right? Like yeah. like a lot of times if you have like a two hundred dollar item and you're trying to make fifty bucks, you can't sell it for two fifty. You have to sell it for like three ten after right. like shipping and eBay cut right. and if you end up paying ten dollars for shipping, you pay three percent of the transaction or five percent of the transaction on and paypal on ebay fees and the paypal takes a cut yeah so that's true like the and then there's the listing fee itself like 10 percent or something it depends you can you can get free listing depending on on some of the options you pick yeah but, right but yeah it, it's 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 very true the like, listing isn't what costs money it's when the sale happens too then there's right. a, there's like a sale transaction cost so, so. So, yeah the, the automatic markup that's required within ebay yeah exactly um which, which I think is why a lot of people attempt to go circumvent the yeah the system, the system and say, well, <laughs> instead of doing it this way, I'll I'll make the deal with you outside of eBay, which is against eBay's rules. But then by doing that, you essentially lose all buyer protection or seller protection. Right, you're sacrificing your ten dollars or whatever is right. twenty dollars, and yeah. and be, because you're not paying for the insurance. 
So yeah, exactly. Moral of the story, pay for the insurance. If you're going to buy through eBay, buy it the right way. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's all, but it's all the spectrum, right? So like if it's a risky ish looking purchase, it's probably better to air and spend the extra money to like get that, you know, protection. But if it looks like a sure deal, I mean, you could maybe be more likely to risk it or whatever. I actually, I try not to do any of the like, so you never Western Union money, right? Like right. this will make sure PSA don't, don't like direct transfer people cash or wire people cash. Um, but if you do PayPal or whatever, um, you have options of like payments or gifts or whatever, like based on like what your relationship with the seller, like choose the correct thing or whatever. Like I've gifted lots of people money through PayPal, um, you know, for various reasons and it's all worked out okay for me. So I've been lucky cause there's been potential for air, but it's, you know, it's situation by situation. Um, or I've had other people want to use third party payment platforms and I'm just less comfortable with that. I'm like, you know what? PayPal has their own policy in place, right? For buyer protection. So I'm, this is what I'm comfortable with and I'll pay that. Like, and you can even say like, you know what? I'll, like figure out what the markup's going to be and I'll pay that markup or whatever. So I've done that before too. So no, you know, no money out of your pocket. That way pays for my insurance yeah. or my insurance. Um, yeah, but I guess with, with all of that, I did successfully sell my legacy. So I was it a couple times, um, posted it. I posted it within our buy, sell trade group on Facebook. So I did that first. I had some interest, but it wasn't much, you know, wasn't much cause that's a localized group. And then I posted on Craigslist that night. I had received like 10 emails and people wanted to come look at it. I had someone come look the night I posted it. And, um, this is like, sure. You can come to my home cause cars are a little like, I can't, I don't really want to like, I didn't want to leave my house and like wa- have Sarah watch the kids or whatever and be gone for th- like two hours or something. Cause sure. I have to drive into Ames, which takes 25 minutes or whatever. Um, and so they came to the house, which is convenient for us, but then it's weird cause you have people at your house and you know, you're looking at the car and they're like kicking your tires and like, no, 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 I could have. No, we, I could have done that. Police I just, station. I was outside, like I was actually working on it. Yeah. Police station. No, there's no police station in Roland. That's unsafe. Um, it's too small, <laughs> but we drive around, look at it. And then you get this like weird thing where it happens where like he, he's like, no, I like it and I want it. And here's my money. You know, I have the money available right after you bring it down, drive an hour to the mechanic of my choice and have them look at it and vet it. Like I'm not going to spend four hours of my time. So that way your mechanic can tell me they don't like it and you're going to offer me less. Sure. Yeah. And I, yeah, there's, all the little risk things. And I think it's all a matter of like use common sense. I think that's the biggest thing with any of these online, online marketplace, online transaction things is just use your common sense, follow your gut a little bit. If something feels off and you have the opportunity to bail on it, like don't, don't risk potentially hundreds or thousands of dollars in an, an online transaction that, that you feel like could could go sideways really quick because that's oh yeah that's how you end up getting screwed one way or the other like yeah there's there's a reason all these, yeah, tr- these sites and whatever have the checkpoints in place that they do yep no trust your gut with all that stuff and and be and like and also like watch like what you're buying if you're buying like used clothing from a mom with three kids or whatever like it's probably fine to buy used clothing from her or whatever like that's all good right. if you're buying like secondhand electronics from a dude out of the back of his van, right? Like not as safe. So, <laughs> yep. Um, so anything else about online transactions, anything else exciting that you, you feel is worth, worth noting? Um, I, I will say that I had a pleasant experience cause so like 
I feel like the selling, buying and selling is one thing. And the other bit we've touched on is like the payment component. But I had a pleasant experience where um, I used the Facebook payment thing where I tied my debit account to my Facebook profile okay. and my like I want friends were going to pay me like we all bought something and we're all going to like for like six bucks or something. Right. And I don't know when I'm going to see them. I don't know. Like they're going to remember to give me six bucks and it's like not enough that I want to hassle them for it or whatever. But they're like, Hey, we've got PayPal. We have, or sorry, we have our Facebook money tied up. You want to, we can just send it to you there. So I hook up my debit and they sent me the six bucks through there and it worked perfectly. So that was super pleasant. That's- and I didn't, I didn't realize that it worked and it was easy. And it, I don't know. It was just, that was like a nice, pleasant surprise that I've, had recently with a payment platform. Nice. And so like for, for me and, and some of my friends, when we've done stuff like that, we've done, done square cash, um, which if you, if you are interested in trying square cash link in the show notes, get $10 free. Um, just, oh, nice. just for, for sending somebody cash through square cash. Um, but, uh, yeah, that basically all it is, is you type in your friend's email address or whatever their, their cash tag is what they call it. And yeah, their, their username for cash and you, you can send them money and it's direct from your debit account or credit card, uh, to their debit account or their cash account. Um, and is there a fee? If, if you do it, uh, debit to debit, there's no fee. Basically it, it charges you like a debit transaction and it credits them like a debit return, which I assume is probably oh. how the Facebook one works, it, it, but it, it's all. Sure. Um, it's all fee free, and then if you do it from a credit card, I think you pay like a one percent fee or two percent fee on the the credit side of it. But it's the same. It's, it's Square Cash. It's the same people who do the Square Payment terminals that like bands mm-hmm. and stuff like that use mm-hmm. at like trade shows, where they can take the credit card payment through the iPhone. Um, so it's it's their peer to peer payment solution. Interesting. I didn't realize that was a thing. So yeah, there's there's a local one called Dwala, which was initially set up as like a fa- uh, pay as a PayPal compete, but they transitioned to more, um, or pivoted, I guess, right. Is the, to a more like enterprisey, like make you pay your um, employees through it. And it's because it's a 35 cent, or at least at the time it was 35 cents per transaction with no percentage component. Okay. So it's like, Hey, we use our, use our platform to, you know, distribute pay- payroll for your small company or whatever. And it's a really nice way it's to do much it. Much lower fee. And I, I suppose if, if you can manage doing it that way, it's, it's probably not bad. Yeah, so I don't know some interesting things there, but uh, when you go to meet somebody for your car and you've got ten grand in cash, right? Like that's that's what really talks. It's also nerve wracking to carry ten thousand dollars in cash or any number of thousands of dollars in cash. So cashier's check is cashier's check is always better, but then the problem is you can't haggle. So like if I go up and somebody wants ninety five hundred for their car and I think I can get it for like seventy eight, I can say like here's seventy five hundred in cash. And this is what I brought with. And I, I have a little extra money, you know, so I can for some stuff later, but this is really all I have. Right. And then they're like, Oh gosh, it's money. I can literally taste it. Uh, it smells so good in my pocket. And then you're like, well, here, here, here. I, okay, I have a couple hundred extra. So here's 70, here's 77. They're like, uh, him and hot. And then, or whatever. And then they're like, you, you do like the classic back and forth or whatever. But I feel like I've been way more successful in the past with getting something lower using cash than, cause if you come with a cashier's check, you're like, do you want to write me a check for less because I negotiated you down? Like that's just not going to happen. Yeah. So, uh, the internet's weird. Buying stuff on the internet's yeah. weird. Use Amazon. Yeah. It, <laughs> <laughs> just buy it from Prime. Make sure it's got the Prime check. That's all you need in your life. Yep. You just need Amazon boxes filling up your basement. Um, the other thing that you know, you and I, we could deal with, but we haven't, is that sweet third-party breast milk marketplace. Oh man, <laughs> because that. <laughs> that's a real we don't need to talk about it but oh man is right oh man selling s- selling 
products of your own body is just this all interesting thing. Anyway, you can find me when you figure that one out. <laughs> you can find show notes for this week's episode at interface.fm slash 31. While you're there, find links to all of our social things. And as always, thanks for being a listener or subscriber. We'll be back next Monday and every Monday. Like clockwork. I get my MacBook or my money, one of the two. I hope you do. I'm so sorry. That's, yeah. Especially when the person has sold multiple things like that. You're like, I mean, for, so for me seeing that, I'd think, but, but I, yeah, I it looks good. I don't think he sold multiple things. I think he's listing the same one and just scamming people right, over and over. Right. <clears throat> right. Yeah. So, I, yeah. Yes, I mean, I get it. I see games. it now. Yeah. Oh, so. oh. And were they the same PlayStation? Well, it, that one was a stock photo. Oh, yeah, that's really hard then when they use stock photos. I'm like, can you just show me real pictures?